Welcome to Dean's Discuss, a podcast that examines how science and research at UC Davis affect our everyday lives. Join our hosts, Allison Brashear, Dean of the UC Davis School of Medicine, and Michael Lairmore, Dean of the UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine, as they give their thoughts on how the work of scientists, physicians, and researchers affects us all. Hi there, Allison. Hi, Michael. Allison, how are you doing? No, Michael, thanks for asking. Um, I'm doing okay, but boy, we're living in challenging times. Pandemic, wildfires, it's, it's a, it's, there's a lot going on in the world, isn't there? Yeah, you know, uh, working from home, uh, all of the, the stress of the, uh, the economic stress that folks are under. You know, I worry about parents uh, with children that are worried about their kids, what's going to happen in school. So the challenges are multifold right now. And, you know, one of the things that I think that we really need to think about is how do we take care of ourselves? What are we learning from it? Um, what do we need to keep uh, going forward? And, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to is discussing with you is, you know, how do we as leaders respond and, and then how do we set the example, but also what are some things that we need to keep doing uh, after, after this crisis ends, which it, it will end? Right, Michael. I think that's an important discussion point for today. And I, I really think it's important to reflect on what we've learned. Um, some things will never go back. For example, telemedicine will never go away. Um, but I think as leaders, we can really take uh, what we've learned and apply it uh, for the long run. And, um, you know, every crisis is an opportunity. I think so. And, and connecting with people is really critical. One thing that we've learned is when we don't have the the social connections, how do we connect and how do we keep connecting because we need that? Well, you know, one of the things I've learned is really the value of connecting. Mm. You know, we're on Zoom and um, I think I'm probably guilty as anybody else of multitasking while on Zoom, but I think um, it you get really- too fatigued too or did you... uh, Yeah, you know, I'm a neurologist. I, I, think, I think I've discovered Zoom brain. Oh my um, gosh. But, you know, the value of connecting um, uh, not only with the colleagues, like you uh, hosted the deans for dinner the other night, mm -hmm. but also the value of connecting with your loved ones, um, even if it's by phone or FaceTime, uh, and reaching out to friends. Um, you know, have you had people calling you and saying, are you okay because of the fires just from across the country? It's really interesting. Yes, I have. In fact, I had a text this morning from a friend that said, how are you doing? And, and I think they see the news and, you know, the news tends to focus on all of the negative things. And so we're bombarded with it and sometimes need to take a break from it, obviously. But yeah, I think people are reaching out. I really appreciate it. Um, and Zooming, uh, you know, does allow us to connect uh, with those in other states or you know, grandchildren, uh, you know, we love uh, to connect with our grandchildren and we look forward to it. Takes up half the weekend. Well, that's terrific. So, you know, it's um, another thing that's really kind of come to light is the shared experience that we're all having. So, you know, there's that that line about building an airplane in mid-flight and, you know, all of us leaders across the country are doing that. Um, you know, you talk to your colleagues that are deans, I talk to my colleagues that are deans every week and 
everybody is learning. And um, I, I coined a phrase early on about lead in, uh, kind of a spin on lean in. Yeah, um, because you should write I a book about that, Allison. I, I, <laughs> that sounds like a great book, so. Well, I'll put that on my to-do list. Uh, I'll be but, your agent. I'll be your agent. Yeah, there you I go. Can do that. that would be perfect. That would be perfect. We'll put Hobbs on the cover. Uh, um, uh, but, you know, lead in means um, rising to the occasion. And I think, you know, that's what leadership's all about is uh, bringing people together and helping people uh, become their greatest self. Um, and a crisis is um, always an opportunity. And that's where people who are leaders can, in any part of the organization, can really see a need and fill that niche and grow. So crisis is bad, but crisis is also gives us opportunity. Yeah, you know, I've heard the phrase uh, uh, to lead is situational. In other words, uh, mm -hmm. leaders are sometimes uh, situational as the situation requires. It could be a staff member. You know, the, the people that are working right now uh, on rescuing animals in the fire and treating those or in the COVID, uh, they could be staff members on the front lines. And, and that leadership comes forth when they effectively use things like emotional intelligence to, to help bring teams together. And we're seeing that across our organization. I know you see it every day in the School of Medicine. Well, one of these things about leading in was getting everybody on a phone call. Um, and we get about 100 people on a call and we lob issues and solve them in real time or solve them by the next phone call. Uh, and you've seen the leading that we've done with the research town halls. Mm -hmm. So we put all the smart people, um, 100, 200 people on, and we start solving the problems around research and COVID. And um, it's just fascinating to see how people jump in and and just run with things, um, it's, it's really gratifying. I'm getting good at following the chat on the side uh, to, to see how the issues are going. I, uh, yeah, I think that's true. You know, once uh, people are focused and they're, they're brainstorming on an issue, one of the things that uh, Zooming and, and connecting like this has helped is to get a lot of different opinions around, you know, when we, when we go after it. It's a little hard on Zoom. Sometimes people don't answer a question. They're a little bit shy. But uh, between chat and, and getting people together more frequently, you know, that's probably one of the positives we need to take away from this in anything. We're, we have a crisis management team that, you know, we formed and we talk about everything from physical facilities to, you know, how are the students doing? And, you know, one of the things that that brings out is, you know, how do we continue to connect uh, in our organizations, which are, you know, pretty complex between hospitals and you know, classrooms and, and other sites, we need to do this more often. Yes, I, I think um, it's just really given us an opportunity. I have uh, one of my friends has a theory that actually in some ways Zooms lets people participate in ways that they wouldn't have participated when it was an in-person meeting. Yeah. And that perhaps Zoom is a little bit more inclusive because um, you know, they can participate by chat, they can participate by, you know, raising their hand or being called on and, um, and spoke about, about those very... reactions. Have you done those reactions where the, the hand pops up and the, yeah, I, I really go, I go nuts on that sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure out how to put the glasses on like you were doing ah, the other day. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. 
But you know, one thing I'm really worried about is I'm worried about our staff. I'm worried about the faculty and the residents, but you know, I'm really worried about the people who, you know, life is connections and um, interpersonal relationships. And I think it's um, really challenging for staff who are in their home uh, trying to work 24 seven, um, looking into a computer, uh, and then I think in the background, we've got pandemic, wildfires, a recession, and um, all this politics in the air. And, you know, boy. What are some of the ways you've reached out to staff? I mean, uh, you know, what are, what are some engaging ways? I know the other day that we toured the hospital and just the personal connections, even behind a face mask, uh, just going around and asking them how they're doing, uh, visiting them, telling them thank you. Uh, as much as often listening to their stories. And uh, I think we need to do much more of that. I think it brings out in a crisis opportunities for that to listen to their stories as well. I think that's a great point. You know, nothing is beats um, personal interaction. So I tried to really be clear with our staff about email. Um, it sounds simple, but um, I do my best not to send emails over the weekend. And I actually have just um, tried very hard to when I send them is to go in and change so it's delivered on Monday morning. And so I'm very honest, I said I deliver, I sent them for delivery on Monday uh, at seven or 7.30. And then, um, so they're not surprised if they get a barrage. But otherwise I realize that people are being obligated to have these ongoing conversations on Saturday and Sunday, and people really need a break. I mean, we're a 24-7 society right now, but we're 24-7 in the middle of all this chaos. And I just worry about uh, people feeling obligated to be constantly online in the background of the Zoom world. Um, we don't yeah. want to anymore. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're uh, getting some physical activity and you know, exercising. I know uh, I've been trying to, to, to break away, uh, go up on, um, I try to do it in the mornings, but uh, try to work out on my pre-core. You know, sometimes I'm watching television. And, and then after that, one of the things I try to do is to find some um, mindful moments and using apps, uh, you know, on my cell phone to calming apps to other things to do meditation. And I think that, you know, we try to strive for that in our student services and we, we've talked about it uh, on campus we're now offering um, you know classes uh, on yoga and other things uh, what do you do Allison to you know work off that abundant energy that you have <laughs> well today I watched our, our podcast on while I was uh, doing my uh, rowing machine but uh, I've actually really been purposeful about reaching out to friends um, across the country. And I have friends now that are calling um, me on the weekend and uh, talking and, and that I think really keeps you grounded on what is important in life. Um, and, you know, life goes on amongst the pandemic and making sure that you keep contact with people I think is so important, particularly someone like me who's moved across the country in the middle of all this. So, you know, um, it's so valuable to have friends like you, Michael, and mm -hmm. I think it's so valuable to make sure that our staff stay supported and connected um, and that we think about, you know, what's important in life. I know you're, you've been doing that and it's, it's taught me a lot. You know, one thing that really helped me, uh, I was thinking about this the other day is 
uh, I used to run marathons and I've run seven marathons in my life. And part of running a marathon is mental. In fact, one of my favorite quotes is Steve Prefontaine. It, you know, it's all about the heart and the guts, uh, you know, but it's also about the ability to sort of frame it uh, as that we're not going to have be over in just a few days or a few weeks, but this is a marathon and to try to pace ourselves, um, pace ourselves, as you mentioned, with, you know, mindfulness and exercise and realize that this soon, you know, will will be gone, but uh, it's going to take a while and we need to to pace ourselves in multiple different ways to look for the, the future. And it's hard when you're in the middle of a crisis, but with all these things you mentioned, uh, you know, and the kind of things that are supportive within your school and our school, I think what I'd like to leave people with, with the message that, you know, it's a marathon, but um, we do see a finish line coming up. Well, it's great being in this marathon together with you, Michael, and it's great. This has been a great conversation and I just, um, I look forward to our next chat. I do too. Thank you so much, Allison. Talk to you later. Take care. Like what you heard or have an idea for a future episode? Email the deans with your suggestions at deansdiscuss at ucdavis.edu. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Deans Discuss Podcasts is available free on demand at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon's TuneIn, Stitcher, Pandora, and Spotify. This is Dean's Discuss.